0: Hello and welcome back to a brand new fake nerds watch where we are talking about maybe the surprise hit show of the year in terms of just like what we went in anticipating Mm -hmm. and what we are getting out of it. There's a lot of great stuff this year, this last year, this last year. I'm not going to lie, because we are officially in 2024 now. Yes. Uh, But in 2023, there were a lot of things. But I got to say, Monarch's just like continuing to surprise me. So we are back to see if the real May will please stand up, for it is her birthright. (laughs) We are here talking about episodes seven and eight of Monarch Legacy of Monsters. I am Sparks Woody. I am, of course, joined by Ryan Eliopoulos. Screech, everybody. And our good friend, Ben Magnet, is back with us for this show
1: it's me i'm back and i was gonna do an eminem thing I was like nah can't do it i don't have his flow
0: may, may already did it it's okay yeah she did uh, she yeah. already did uh so we will be talking about episode seven will the real may please stand up which is directed by hiromi kamada and uh written by mariko tamaki Woo! and then we will be talking about episode eight birthright which is also directed by hiromi kamada and written by al letson Alright, so uh, let's get into some broad thoughts, guys. How are we feeling, Monarch 7 and 8? We're we're almost to the end. Can you believe it? The show's still good?
1: The show is still really, really good. Oddly enough, after I was finished watching these episodes, I don't know if I have a whole lot to say, and that's not a bad thing. I feel it's mostly because there was a lot of stuff that happened, but it wasn't I don't know if it was it wasn't as um like oh my god as it was in the previous episodes. I mean, there were some big moments, especially in episode nine.
2: Um, and of
1: episode, course we found we out haven't what, watched
2: episode nine what, you yet. Mean eight? What episode, are you watching? Yep,
1: that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Episode eight. My bad. Uh, you know there was like a there was a decent reveal about a certain character in episode eight, but also we got the really good backstory in episode seven. And this still is just a very compelling television show. Where once again, even though not a lot of stuff happened, because at the end of episode six, yeah, six, when Godzilla rises from the sand, I'm just like, yay! And even now, I'm just like, all oh, the mysteries, yeah, I, I want to know
0: for sure. But it, it's ah, I, yeah. I'm
1: still absolutely in love with the show. This show is fantastic. I agree. This is a this is a mega. This is a surprise hit of uh, 2023.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't disagree with you on the quality of the show. The quality of the show is great, but I think plenty of cool things happened. Uh first of all, we get a direct tie-in to King of the Monsters. Um mm.
0: uh, what, what's this one? Godzilla vs. Kong. No.
2: Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. That's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> They're all hey, it's a Godzilla movie, whatever. There's a direct reference That's to Apex, right?
1: Movies. Huh? Apex?
2: Yeah. yeah yeah uh Uh, we thought like we conjectured, like hey they probably won't do anything with the future movies yet but like they clearly are which is really fun and i think the turn or not turn depending on how you look at it of of lee shaw himself seemingly becoming kind of a villain is really intriguing and really enticing and you can i think we have a lot to dive in with his motivations and what he's thinking about which ties into the past stuff all the stuff with keiko uh and her past and the stuff with bill it's just like the show is a big surprise like like like, we're getting closer to the end, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, we're almost here. I really hope we get that season two. I it, it, I, feel it, it, I feel it in my bones. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, I, I will chime in and say that, like, yes, I also agree. I, I think that the uh, quality of the show continues. Like, I, I, I do not feel like there has been a bad episode in the bunch. Yeah. Um, this was maybe the one going into it I was most nervous about was episode seven. Um, going back to our conversation last time, I said, like, I just... I'm really curious how they make like anything they reveal about May feel like it's relevant to the grander monster verse and not just something that's like, yeah, okay, that's like an important thing for me, but how does that matter to the and boy, did they find the way. Yeah. Um, which was really, really satisfying. My fans are. So I'm I'm super excited to get into it. Um, let's let's jump in on uh, on episode seven. I, I also continue to be impressed with like the way they use. What flashbacks they use, and that we are not always getting a Wyatt Russell uh older period yeah, flashback yeah. every episode. Yeah. They're really selective with how they dole those out. Uh and I think that pacing is still working. Yeah, absolutely. Uh we gotta talk about how we open episode seven with um our absolute boss man Tim rising <laughs> out of the dirt, <laughs> rising yeah. out of the sand. He will not
2: <gasps> be defeated. Oh yeah, dude. I I'm I I you know you don't, you know. We watch enough TV. You don't see a body. That dude ain't dead. But like to, to start the episode with, you know, this man's covered in sand and he's yeah. the only survivor. I'm like, hell yeah, boy! The way he chugs those waters, he drinks like four waters. Yeah, they are like this big, so I get it. Uh, but he's like, I don't want to talk to he you. Guys. Paid like thirty dollars. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, people are trying to talk to him, and he's just like, hold on a second, I need to hydrate. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a funny, funny man. I, I love him.
0: I also really like. They didn't go as hard or full on this as I thought, but the way that they opened the shot with him is very much like a, uh. At first, you're like, what's rising out of the dirt? Was oh, there something right, else with Godzilla? And it's like, it's just Tim. It's just him.
2: <laughs> the only non-soldier in the group, and he's the one who survived. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, of course. Good for you, Tim.
1: This is definitely the episode where I definitely turned on Tim, as in, like, not turned against him. because most of the show, I'm like, what is this guy's deal? I don't know if he's a good guy or bad guy or what. Now, mm-hmm. like, episode seven and eight combined, I was like, oh, no, nah, Tim's cool. I like We like him.
2: Tim's, Tim's rad. He's goofy as hell, too.
0: I yeah. love him. Yeah, it's it's really it's really gotten interesting between Tim, between Shaw, between our, our other characters, the deputy director, um uh Verdugo Verdugo, uh, um the French Michelle. Michelle, thank you. Uh between these different perspectives, like it's hard to tell who exactly is doing something for the wrong reasons yeah. or doing a wrong thing for the right reasons. Absolutely. Uh and that's gotten that's gotten really complex in like a way where I'm like, I don't actually know who's the bad person here. Yeah, at this point, especially in the future, because like you can kind of
2: tell, like oh, like the military or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In but the past, like, it's very clear. In, in the present, it's just like everybody's doing different things for different reasons, and I'm not sure who's right. Uh, and that is like really fascinating to me. And watch. it's and
0: it's not clear if anybody is wrong. Yeah. Um. Necessarily, I. What I will say is that. I don't think there's anybody in the group who is as uh, jaded as some of our characters in King of the Monsters, right? Where they're like, I don't care about the cop. It feels like everybody is there trying to save human lives. Yeah. They just disagree mm-hmm. about how to do it. Some some just care about the monsters more than the others, right? Yeah, that's that's what it really feels like. That, and I feel like seven and eight, uh, especially seven, really complicated that by like Tim by Tim getting more information around Tim and Shaw specifically has has pulled back layers where it's like. Well, I agree with a lot of what Tim said there. Yeah. But I also agree with a lot of what Shaw said. So, like, I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> yeah. the Like, the kind of, like, the moral ambiguity of everybody. And, like, you're not
2: sure whose side to be on. Because, uh, like, there isn't just an outright, like, bad guy. Well, I mean, like, in Seven, we get we get AET, who are, like, a technology. Group. They, oh, sure, sure, sure. They, they see. But I'm they're, talking with no yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. But, like, that's, like, a side character. Like, that's, like, a side piece. So, like, uh, it's really cool that, like, all these characters have so much depth. And, let's like. I mean, I'm not sure who, who side you want me to be on.
0: Uh, and that's like really fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts there, Ben, before I jump into another point?
1: uh, I do say that Shaw's turn or his quote unquote, I would say he's more antagonistic turn because I do feel like he is doing the right thing. Like he's sealing up these portals where the Titans are because he lost Keiko into one of them. And he saw that there is something down there. He claims to have been to one, which is something out of episode eight, but still um mm-hmm. it's something that's like cuz we know thanks to um king of the monsters and godzilla versus kong that there is a hollow earth there's that that's a, the realm of the monsters and godzilla's like i'm i rule above you rule below we we good you, you stay come, on my turf no. yeah, yeah don't go
2: on my turf exactly
1: yeah like when he uh, what um uh, i know it's at the end of episode 8 but still it's a really good dialogue what he talks to um kate says you saw in his eyes you know he's not a mindless monster you know, right. he's here for good reason. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because one of the things I do like about the Monsterverse um, got version of Godzilla is that he isn't just like stomping on everything just because, oh, it's in my way. I need to go that way. He, you know, keeps the balance. And when things mess up, he, he's there to like, hey, set him straight. Um, yeah. But it does kind of hurt a little bit because I really like uh, Kurt Russell as Old Shaw. And it's like, I know you've been through some shit, my guy, mm-hmm. and you're back in the saddle, but see you do stuff, it's like, no, go back to being the cookie uncle, please.
2: Yeah, it's it's I don't so want you to be a bad guy. Yeah, and it's so interesting because again, like I he's not I don't think he's a bad guy he's just being he's just i think going about it the wrong way like he's taking over military bases like by force Mm -hmm. but that's Mm -hmm. because like it's i think it's the only way he thinks he can do this it's like i'm not going to get the support i need but i have the people to help me to take over somewhere who can't who like i can take over a monarch base and get my shit done uh and that Mm -hmm. is like technically an antagonistic thing to
0: do but and he and he did give verdugo the opportunity to like yeah let him share knowledge and work on something and share the he, he just disagreed and wanted to black box him again yeah and so i i understand why he's taking the stance he is i i think my big question is i don't know if shaw really knows what the rest of these people who are running with him want yeah this is the thing uh th- there may be my biggest question mark is michelle and the rest i'm like do you want the same things that shaw wants because yeah. i'm not entirely convinced that they think godzilla is fine.
2: Yeah, I I think we need more information, but it definitely seems like Michelle is on
0: is on the side of Shaw. But like, there's a lot of people with them, so like, right? That's and that's the thing I'm wondering is I'm like, what what do they believe about what Monarchs are doing? Because I don't think that's necessarily a one to one with Shaw. Yeah,
1: yeah. I really hope it turns out that obviously because Shaw knows we can't kill Godzilla he's right. like hey i was there he took an h-bomb to the face yeah it was a 1945 h or it was a 1955 h-bomb but it was still a damn h-bomb he took that's that no, that's that's no, no no, no bomb. yeah yeah he took that to the face and spine so he knows he can't kill godzilla so i what i kind of hope Is that maybe not some sort of like anime portrayal with Michelle or any of the other people, but some of the other people realize it's like, no, we joined you because you want, we want to kill these things. We need to destroy these things. And Sean's like, no, 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 no. I'm not here to murder them. I'm here here, here to like, you know, just like let them be just like make sure they they can't get to us because if they get to us, then they have to fight him. And when they fight him, him being Godzilla, then other stuff gets destroyed. And that's what I'm trying to stop.
2: Yeah, because we speculated before before these episodes, like, is he, does he, like, want to help Godzilla? Does he want to hurt Godzilla? Like, it seems he's helping but Godzilla by, like, shutting the doors, so, like, Godzilla never needs to fight again. Right. Like, he's like, yo, know, like, he's the guy in the corner like, rubbing his shoulders, like, don't worry, Godzilla, I got your back. Like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but, doing that, it, it's, every time he closes a hole, it appears that the radiation spike in the world, like, goes up, and, like, it appears like another mm-hmm. G-Day will happen. More,
0: more bleeds out of every other hole. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't think Sean... I, I know Sean knows what he's doing. I don't think he knows the ramifications of what he's doing. The weird yeah. thing
0: is, I I don't think they've necessarily, like, explained how the radiation stuff that's coming out of the Earth ties into what happened in G-Day Godzilla 2014. Yeah. Um, because, like, is that... Is, are they just saying, like, that'll charge up another monster, like it charged up the MUTO? Because that that's one thing but like yeah we don't we don't see how those radiation effects happen in g day so i'm waiting for someone to kind of explain like these events are the same as g day and i'm like i okay but just tell me the how because clearly it's something we didn't see in the movie uh, yeah i don't i mean they must explain it but like, i don't know if they'll do it in the next episode because like spoiler like all you know all, uh, it, there's i think there's a very clear like just it it should be the thing that they don't know what woke up the other muto Right. There's the one that's in Japan that we see that Brian Cranston's at and everything. Yeah. In the movie, they don't know why the other one woke up mm, okay. that it was signaling with. Mm-hmm. They had no idea, right? That at least like uh um Kim Watanabe's character, his yeah. name Sarazawa. Thank you, Sarazawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarazawa has no idea why the other one woke up at, at that point in the film. Like that's what we that's the information we have. Okay. No clue. They thought that one wasn't there. Uh, not wasn't there, wasn't alive anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's awake um so they could explain that like oh it's this radiation hole thing fed that muto that's why that muto activated again and did blah 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 and i'd accept that i'm like that's enough yeah, yeah. um but i'm just questioning like what what do g day as like an event where godzilla had a showdown with the two mutos doesn't necessarily tie into the radiation coming out of these holes to me on a surface level if that yeah. makes any sense yeah um Going back to Shaw, going back to episode seven, like focusing in on that. Uh, the thing that really set both of us off is like the moment Shaw and his team get uh, to Outpost 88, they got some hard villain music going on. Oh, they yeah. With their guns coming in and everything. The music shifts and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm watching a villain moment right
2: now. Uh, and he does walk in like kind of, like you said, been like antagonistic. Like he's not a villain, but he walks in. He's like, what's up guys? I'm taking this place over. You can join me or you can get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, how am I supposed to feel right now? Oh no, you've been just a photo. Barnes, uncle.
1: Barnes is like, they got guns, they got some crazy. I'm just gonna go to a gas station and hide. That's all I'm yeah, yeah. gonna do.
2: Yeah. It was a good, it was, it was a good turn. Like it was, it was like a really effective, like, oh, do we not know this guy as well as, as we think we
0: do? It definitely like cues mm-hmm. you in as an audience to go, Shaw might be the bad guy. Like it, it, the music is doing it. Like yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot of guys with guns coming in, but it's not like anybody's shooting anybody. No, like, yeah. It, it, it is the music shift around Shaw that's making you go, oh, yeah. is he Charles Dance? Yeah. Is he the bad man? <laughs> um, uh, it, it, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then like I feel like that gets further complicated the more we watch in these two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim teaming up with the the trio, I really like. Teaming yeah. up in this case with Kate and uh, Kentaro to go get May. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like. I like his... Uh, Whole bit where he goes with them to May's family's house and he's like, We we know each other through big manga fans. Yeah, we're in an all an, the things we're in an and an, an anime like club. And, and The sister's trying to test him and he throws out all the names and he's like I'm a big fan of my Kira Toriyama. and I was like, Hell yeah, somebody uh-huh. loves Dragon Ball on this show. Yeah, um, yep.
2: that was that was really funny because obviously Kate doesn't know shit about manga. Yeah. So no. like she's gonna she's she just covering it yeah. all, yeah. She's stuttering her way to think of something. He's like, Yo, I got this because I actually am a nerd. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Like she's just a like, fan uh, over
0: here yeah what, what kind like, of, yeah what kind of manga does she like all the classic shoduns yeah. <laughs> really? um, well he said um, shoujo, shoujo that's know. true you're he's right just yeah. you're right he went he went full blown he was he was playing that cover and it it does look like for a moment it dissuades the sister where she's like oh maybe this is real <laughs> yeah that sister seems smart smart though she, she is yeah. she's sharp yeah yeah um yeah she she seems like It's fine. She seemed like the only one taking it really seriously like the mom didn't question. It's a weird, like I don't really know what good that angle did them. I know they were trying to get information about like who would be after me and that kind of thing. But like, even at their attempt of like, oh yeah, we like cross paths in Japan kind of thing. I'm like, y'all, this is a terrible cover. (laughs) It is a
2: terrible cover, but like. But they
0: didn't know how deep the shit she was in. yeah, Yeah.
2: I don't, like you got two young Japanese folks and then an old white man Like, I don't know what story you
0: could tell that's like, why are we here? And we're from Japan. I think they frankly should have just gone in without Tim. I think Tim throws off the vibe. No, you're right. No, you're right. I think if the two had just gone in and like tried to play off a story of how like they knew her and like met her in Japan and all that stuff. I'm like, I think that anybody would have bought that on the face. It's how young they are. And they're both there. And then there's Tim. I think Tim ruins it. Tim didn't want to wait in the car. Also, no offense, but like. Why why should they trust a white man who looks like the man coming that's in true. especially when they're afraid of the company and everything. Got a collar, shirt and tie, absolutely. Yeah, I mean like Tim Tim looks like the kind of guy who would pull you into the back of a car and put a bag over your head. So that's So true. He loves it. He loves <laughs> it too. He's done it. Yeah. So I feel like taking Tim in was maybe not a good move.
2: That's true, that's true. Uh
0: the
2: the sister uh like at the same time as everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna go and do run errands or whatever, and then they follow her, and then they, and then she fo- she stops in a in a garage park, and then she immediately busts them like, y'all y'all are bad at this. She doesn't say that, but it's like, I oh, you got, this is so dumb. I knew you guys were up to something, and you yeah. followed me. And she calls them out, and they talk about it, and it's
0: like that's really fun. Uh, uh that was mm-hmm. a really fun scene. I like that. Yeah, um, Tim is a uh, uh fully aware of uh, uh, now Hiroshi being on the table and everything. He believes that he's trying to prevent the next G day, which is now what he wants. Like that's becoming part of Tim's mission. Tim didn't really have that as a mission. It seemed like he was just like suspecting something big was going on, but he didn't have the picture. Now he has the picture. Mm -hmm. His mission is I also want to prevent the next G day. So like, we know what Tim wants. Yeah. yeah. That feels, and I think this is the first time we have full clarity because it has been like Tim chasing the ambitions of others and not being clear what that was for tim yeah. lays it all out here that he's like i believe your dad is trying to prevent the next g day and i want to help and he like
2: like we learned more that like like they knew each other and like he looked up to his dad and like yeah, he yeah. was like a brilliant man like he loved mm-hmm. his he, he's, a, like, he's a randa fanatic he's a randa fanatic yeah yeah just as much as the shogu shogu
0: shogu Shoujo, bibu <laughs> Uh, and I love that for him. I I think it's really cool the way that they're they're coming in when he's uh, there at the beginning. He the monarch is offering him no resources. Yeah, when he's out there uh, uh, to try and get May back, um, Verdugo's like, "No, can't give you anything." Uh, Sorry, Charlie. Which would lead to Tim pulling that baller move of pulling the fake alarm on the city. Oh yeah, God! <laughs> what a what a thing to do.
2: Dude, somebody owed Tim a favor, and he's like, "Yo, I need you to pull the Godzilla alarm." Yeah. Uh, somebody got
0: fired that day. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I think he had access. I think <laughs> oh, he just. Think so? I think he just had access to the mm-hmm. system, and yeah. he pulled it. He probably yeah. does not yeah. anymore. Yeah. I that, mean, that's why cool.
1: uh, when they when the Carver dugo goes like, "Really? You activated Titan alarm?" He's like, "Well, it worked, didn't it?" Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, this is we should talk about May because this is kind mm-hmm. of her, this is kind of her episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we learned that in the past why she's been running away is cuz she got hired by this big wig uh like uh, uh experimental tech firm uh and she found out they are doing some super shady shit so she she basically shut them down like she's like an expert well, coder she, she
0: did it because she was mad initially like she's digging in their stuff because she's angry because she felt like she was being admired and and um courted yeah, for yeah. her talent and her genius ability essentially and she's relegated to like low level like desk work desk work where she's like this is not what I came here to She's do. She's working next to the, a candy crush guy, which is really funny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah.
0: all on the same level. I'm like, oh, that's not, that's not what you promised me. Right. Over, over wine. So she, so she hacks into the system and she finds out about a lot of their experimentation and stuff going on with a cyber neural link. The second they said that, the, like, the moment they said it, I was like, all right, it's mecha time. All right, guys, yep. are we doing that, it? Are we great. building? But I, but also at that time I was looking up like, because we have the, the AET, name mm-hmm. and i was looking that up uh while we were watching the show and i'm like no that's not it. no that's not in godzilla versus kong or anything but and we get it's that like, pay- uh. we get a payoff but we get apex at the end and i was like oh shit that's it that's it that's some
2: that's some good world building baby that's not even the next movie that's the next next movie that's
1: great yeah, yeah. Oh, God, i actually damn. completely forgot about apex to be perfectly honest with you so when they're talking like they're doing like the neural thing i was like that does that doesn't have anything to anything that i was like so confused i was like does that have something to do with king with like King Ghidorah skull and Mechagodzilla. Oh, okay. 10%, Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And then when they changed the logo, it's like, why does that sound so familiar? It must be from Godzilla. I will Sk- have to like talk to the guys, but you guys, because I was like, there was, was no mention of Apex in King of the Monsters. There was no mention of it in Kong Skull Island, so it had to be GBK.
2: Yeah, yeah. And like, it, they like they could have like, I appreciate just how like unsubtle it is. Because like uh, they they never could have they never had to say Apex and like they put into our brains okay this might be from Godzilla but like it's ambiguous but at the end she's like your company merged with my company it's now Apex and I'm like sons of bitches <laughs> this is just a comic book oh episode seven is written by Mariko Tamaki who
0: is a comic book writer so I'm like no, oh, this, this feels good look good yeah good. yeah love it that's a great point um, yeah uh, we I I just wanted to pull like uh this is um Walter Simmons who is the uh guy who's heading the mechagodzilla project essentially when we see apex in the film okay uh when we started apex cybernetics we dreamt of new ways to push past the limits of human potential robotics the human mind artificial intelligence yeah uh it's my privilege to lead apex into humanity's bold new era we're not going anywhere and neither are you uh yeah and so like they reveal their intention is like at that point where we know they're heading they want to control the titans mm-hmm. uh mechagodzilla is a it's a thing on the path to that's what they want to do how do we solve the titan problem we own them but computers in their brains yeah hell yeah um i'm so excited that they're doing this kind of world building it was such a good way to tie in what may was a part of and what she did yes with the larger monsterverse it made it feel super great super impactful to have it like actually connect the tissue not only that but to make the returning of may the thing that gets Monarch involved with Apex. Yeah. Uh why AET even has access to Titan information that allows mm-hmm. them to build Mecha Godzilla, which feels so much better than just like between King of the Monsters and Godzilla versus Kong. They figured out how to make Mecha Godzilla real fast. Knowing that it started in 2015, yeah, mm-hmm. feels
2: a lot better. Yeah, that's the type of interconnected like a uh, universe stuff that you want. That like yeah. it feels natural you know uh they're not i don't feel like it was just thrown in just to throw it in like it feels oh yeah man it's part of the
0: story yeah it's exactly it's,
1: it's very organic is what it is yeah.
0: yeah this is a. this is honestly the kind of thing that we really don't haven't gotten out of any of the mcu anything i would argue outside of kind of captain marvel but honestly like everything else nothing has done the kind of like we're going to like, and even then it's just, where did the name Avengers come from? Yeah. Um, it In this, you know, we are getting like a clear, Hey, here's a detail. Like this is clone wars level stuff where yeah, like, yeah. here's a detail that came up in the movie. We're going to backtrack and work on like, this is how order 66 was tested on clones. Yeah. Like this is how apex gets up to building Mechagodzilla. It's so, so smart to uh, lay the groundwork. Like they're doing such a good job in the show and that the, they're thinking about the path of these, frankly lesser story driven things that are ahead yeah <laughs> and finding ways to build up to them in a in a way that feels satisfying and fills out the world is so cool yeah um i really like what they're doing with what they have the opportunity for
2: yeah mm-hmm. uh clearly may and kate
0: they're starting to oh they're lord. starting to a hey oh my hey. lord it couldn't have been more blatant yeah. at, at the end of that episode with uh <laughs> Uh, Kate wrapping her arms around her and Kentaro just being like
2: oh bro. my god
0: bro what just happened here <laughs> that poor guy the
1: more the more I watch the show the more I like how Kate and Kentaro's um, attitude swapped beginning of the show Kentaro was all about we gotta find dad we gotta find out what's going on Kate's like I don't care I just found out he had a secret family this is messed up blah 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 and now going through it, Kate's the one who's like, let's go. We got to find out. He was there. And Guitar was like, I just don't care anymore, dude. Right. Like, he is so winded. He is now just, like, he is so exhausted. Yeah. And he does not want anything to do with this anymore. He's like, just put me on a pod to first class so I can go home.
0: hmm Oh, they keep talking about pods. <laughs> I've never seen a pod. never <laughs> seen a first class pod. Um, Um. to your point ben i i think like they've done a really good job of like we know so much more about before may like gets there in the beginning like before Mm -hmm. she goes to japan she was very depressed and Mm -hmm. pretty much like didn't care about anything going on in her life or her world and Kentaro was fairly motivated about his life, his art, his Mm. uh, relationships. Just the absence of his dad was the only thing that was really bothering him. And so, like, you have Kate coming in and kind of, like, ruining what little amount of idolization Kentaro has for his father. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And his world just keeps getting further upended while Kate's gets more interesting. Yeah, And in yeah. a way that he wants to engage with it. So like that that full switch, you're right, is like totally happening where like Kentaro's being pushed further and further into this depressing place. And I think the mm-hmm. sad thing is that we're seeing it and Kate isn't.
2: Yeah. Like yeah.
0: Kate's not helping Kentaro through it. Um, no. She's
1: she all aboard the let's go find dad. He's probably trying to do something with Godzilla. She, like she gives a shit now (laughs) because before she's like no no get me out of here i want off this ride and she is like all for it ready to ready to go to the ends of the earth to not only find god to not only find her dad but well actually no to find her dad if godzilla just happens to be there oh well
0: yeah she's made a really interesting like i i'm really interested in the fact that in these last two episodes we have a kate who's really pivoted on how she feels about godzilla yeah once she saw him see her it's really changed how she thinks about him um because she's been carrying that ptsd like whether or not she fully blamed godzilla for you know the deaths that happened around her or just like recognize it as like a casualty of him being huge uh she's now far more willing to engage with godzilla being some kind of sentient yeah uh, mm-hmm. and that meaning something to her. A big which is big, really, really interesting. Big beautiful eyes. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh Verdugo gets prompted up to be CEO of Monarch. That's how she's presented to the world. Yeah. Because Tim talks her into doing a press release uh, for Monarch to come out of the shadows. Yeah. And if- be very public and upfront. I think that's I think that's is both a great idea from tim and just
2: for for the organization in general because like people know big monsters exist now whether it's just godzilla or the future when there's a bunch of them like like you should be, you should know that the like some 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 type of government agencies is well, out to help against these things.
0: Well, and it's interesting, and I I hadn't even thought about this whole time that the public didn't know about monarch yeah. at large, like a, a little bit, but I hadn't considered it as like an issue, yeah, because like obviously you had Kate and Kentaro and all of them talking about like this symbol they don't recognize and everything, so it's like okay, so they don't have like full blown public knowledge of monarch, but I what I I think of it as kind of a a to Tim's point, a little less of a big deal because it's like, you have an alarm system. Yeah, Like you've built all these things. You have helped build these things. Whether or not they had the full resources that did it, they've certainly been a part of like establishing it and yeah. making it happen. And so it's like, y- yeah, why aren't you public? Like, why aren't you public facing uh, to ease people's fears yeah. uh, and tensions? And Jenna, uh, she, does, she gives a great speech. That's like,
2: that's half, that, that is like true, but also like, she's really putting on, putting on a face where she's like, I'm, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm, I'm all these things. She's talking like a CEO. She's talking like a CEO. Yeah. Uh, and she's definitely, it's like, it's a pretty good speech. And I think like, she's able to just from the public be like, no, like the public is like, oh, it's nice to know that there's people looking out for us. Cause like,
0: I think that is important for the world. Which is really mm-hmm. interesting because she was deputy director and now we're, we're for the public being labeling her CEO. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which is all like CEO is interesting because deputy director sounds more like head of a federal organization. It could just be. CEO sounds like head of a business. Yeah. It could be,
2: it could just be like, like a front, like she like, she's called the CEO, but she's still just for, that's for the public. I'm I'm wondering that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't think like her, I don't actually think her role has changed. No, she didn't get like a promotion. Yeah. 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 Or anything like that. I'm just really intrigued by the fact that like Monarch feels like it's being presented as business yeah. rather than department. Well, I can only imagine yeah. now that it is public
2: that like the uh, like other organizations are probably going to want to get in on this. So like you need somebody who can do those business transactions mm. if anything. Like again with Apex and stuff. So like that's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting future. Yeah. Boy. Yeah.
1: Brian, uh, I'm trying to think. There was something you were talking about that sparked the thing, but nah, I lost it. Dang
0: it. I'm Sparks. He's Sparks.
1: I, I I know, I know. You were talking about it. I was like, oh, that might be a good thing, but I, I lost the I lost the thought. Uh
0: was it about so it wasn't about Verdugo and, and getting promoted and all that? It was before that.
1: No, it was a comment on uh <laughs> I remember now. The comment was like after G Day, after Godzilla 2014, why not just straight up come out? Like the entire world saw Godzilla fight in San Francisco, but before that, Amuto thrashed Vegas, Godzilla Came out of the water and thrashed Honolulu National Airport like he flooded Oahu essentially. Mm -hmm. So the second that showed up, it's like
0: maybe we
1: I don't know. Listen, maybe we maybe like it was like one of those things where Monarch should have been out like way out of the shadows. He's like, "Hi, we've known these dudes were around, and we're trying to stop them from stomping on our stuff, but it's not going so well."
2: That's
0: God bless America. That's an important detail though, right, Ben? They don't mm-hmm. admit that they know, like she's being careful. They don't admit mm-hmm. that they know there are more. Yeah, true. they don't admit that how long they've known there are more, uh, because I think that's that's also an important detail that they're still keeping away from the public. Um, yeah, is like we you know to the world's eyes, it. Ha- I think they want it to continue to seem that Godzilla happened, and about a year later, we formed Monarch yeah. to respond mm. to Titans. Rather than, we knew for about 60 years yeah. that this was going to come. It feels like a response instead of like, like it,
2: they don't want it to be like, oh, we've been in hiding for 60 years. Like, oh no, this was, this cuz come out of Godzilla and we're
0: here to help out. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, super interesting. Uh, yeah, so she has to give more than she gets, obviously with Verdugo, because all she gets is May. Um, and May's totally free of all her obligations to Apex, but like, as as they point out, it's like I don't know what that cost them. Yeah. Uh, it must have been something because they they don't like me. <laughs> they dropped everything against me. Uh, so like I kind of owe it to them, but like I don't know what they gave up. And I, I have to assume what they gave up is all their information on Titans, just all of it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, I definitely with with the rebranding or, or even renaming, it seems like they got
2: like it's like a new company. Yeah. They're
0: forming I think they're forming like a separate company. Like a, division. Like a joint. Yeah. yeah. Apex is like a joint operation uh where I think they're going to get information from Monarch and then probably run away from Monarch's control because we know by the time of Godzilla versus Kong they're kind of a rival entity. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. where people are seeking out their Titan tech and their Titan mm. knowledge against monarchs. So that's that's something that's they're basically happening.
2: using Monarch until they don't need to anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the name like Apex, you seem like a bunch of bad guys. I'm just uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's really it's really interesting how they're filling out this particular part of the history of of how that connection happens, how Monarch becomes public, all that kind of stuff. Um, and what people didn't know. I'll say when we were first getting introduced to AET, the way I thought before cyber neural link came up, and it was like a technology group, I thought we were gonna learn about like they're the group that's building those safe homes, yeah. that are really expensive that we heard about the Titan oh, safe homes, yeah. And that there was be yeah. something scummy about that. The bunkers, That's yeah. that's what I was prepared for, and I'm like, that that would be enough. That'd be enough for me. But I like this way better. That yeah. we're getting all this set up for for uh, the Mecha Monster that is Mecha yeah
2: The only thing me I need, too. which like this show, like you know, it it could surprise me again. Like, you know, give me Sarazawa Son in here, please. Even I doubt if, it's the season. Even if it's, hey, I didn't think we would get this. It's definitely not going to be the season, but like, that is the one thing from that movie where I'm like, wh- why are we not focusing on one of our
0: main characters' children who's evil, who's part of the Mechagodzilla thing? So, like, I see I see almost no way where if we get more seasons, we don't see some more familiar faces. Yeah. Whether that's um, Sarazawa or um, Sally Hawkins or yeah. Vera Fumiga or Bradley Whitford yeah. or Sarazawa's son, like a- anybody, anybody who will help fill out uh what monarch was building up to and all of that. Yeah. Like it'd be lovely to see any of them. Uh Raymond Chandler. Uh gimme give, give me anybody. Um oh god what's the comedian's name who's in King of the Monsters who keeps eluding me. The comedian in King of the yeah, Monsters. Yeah 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 I'll look it up I'll look it up. Um remember. because I I've I he's a side character who I've said is only in King of the Monsters. Oh Thomas Middlevich? Yes, thank you. Yeah, Thomas Middleditch. Yeah yeah uh yeah, he's he's just kind of present. He's like a, a Godzilla fan too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I want him to show up. Or 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 um, we said it a while back, but if we could get uh, uh, the older version of our uh, young black analyst friend oh from yeah i kong don't remember skull his name island. but yeah he can come back if we could get his yeah him back because we already have the actor playing his older version in king of the monsters we if you want to bring him back i'm all for it that's true that's true um because that's also that like the randa ties and stuff so you could do a lot with mm-hmm. that uh because he's the guy he's the guy who's championing the hollow earth theory after kong skull island yeah yeah he's the guy he who's coming out of there and saying like randa was right uh mm-hmm. and and pushing them towards that so like you could definitely tie that guy in and i definitely definitely like going off episode eight seems like they're they're
2: gonna do a lot of hollow or stuff at least at least like i didn't think we would get it this early if i'm being honest it's really cool uh oh yeah but that's for the next episode uh this episode ends this one ends with with the the alaskan uh portal being closed right is that this episode yeah okay yeah so yeah kurt russell and his whole crew like all right guys now we're monster hunters or were portal closers. They call them portals, which is super I don't remember that part, I guess, of um And it's not clear what
0: happens to the frostbark. It yeah. shows up, but it's not clear if it yeah. or if it gets destroyed. I I'm going to assume it it something bad happened to it. I'm yeah. just mm-hmm. gonna assume
2: that because that's that's the trajectory of what they're doing. But yeah, uh the episode ends with the big portal, the blue portal coming from the snow getting destroyed, and it's like whoah, 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 big tornado explosion. I'm like, oh damn.
0: Yeah. And I was like, "Oh no! Like it's, it's again is is, Kurt is Russell, Shaw is Shaw bad? Is yeah. Shaw bad? We had to wait for for the next week to go
2: like, oh yeah. maybe not, maybe he's okay." And I was like, "That was a really cool way to end the episode of like, oh man, like maybe we have our villain of the show now. Everything um, we knew mm-hmm. was wrong. Everything we knew was wrong. My favorite trailer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I've uh, heard that in a long time.
0: Any yeah. other thoughts on episode seven specifically, Ben? Before we move on,
1: not specifically, no.
0: Okay. We'll go on to episode eight, Birthright, uh, which is the most recent episode of Monarch. Really enjoying it. Really love the show. Um, uh, we let's go back to the past uh, with Lee mm-hmm. and Keiko, yep. um, and they're at that gala event, and they are in that conversations they're having. Um, they are not telling the general at that po- point in time about Godzilla. Yeah. They, the, we, as we kind of suspected from the end of the previous episode, uh, episode six, uh, they, they're keeping that information to themselves, um, uh, because Keiko wants it that way. She fears what they'll do in pursuit of trying to kill Godzilla.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they give, they give this new guy all the information they have. And he's like, I have, I see no reason y'all should stay, stay an organization. Y'all are giving me nothing. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, he, then he also said some shit about Keiko, like, "Oh, she's got some skeletons in her closet." You should, the FBI. Yes, yeah. And then that's yeah. when Bill 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 hauls off on, yeah, yeah. Which uh, is which is good because uh, Lee said, "If I were to want to do it, I'd be thrown in jail." Yes. So thank you yeah. for
0: be, trying to beat the shit out of that guy. Appreciate yeah, it. right.
2: That was a good little emotional
0: moment. I for thought everyone. so too. I thought so too. Also, the uh, uh, hints that Keiko has something shady in her past. Yep. Um, I think before we move too far away from it, we should talk about. Uh, uh, keiko and or that was this episode right like keiko and lee or am i remembering an earlier episode keiko and lee at the dance and and oh, that, was a, the elevator. that was
1: that, that was a, episode. Episode. that was
0: yeah. yeah 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 okay gotcha that was two episodes ago yeah yeah that's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no no so it's right so it's this one and they're they're only giving him because they're not giving him all their information not just godzilla but also like other details that they haven't they haven't broken down into a way for him to understand. So it just, it sounds like gobbledygook that he doesn't yeah. get why they're even bothering with. And, it. and Bill, Bill and kick are like, all right, we need to like, we need to make a map. And that's what Lee says. That's make what Lee says. Me, okay. Make me a map. There you go. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, what do you mean make you a map? And he's like, take everything you have. Yeah. Make me a clear map of what information we have. So I can hand to them and be like, here, yeah. here is a map. Here is the, and, and like this, obviously Lee's like, the cosmic radiation map and everything that we've been talking about and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and, and Randa, we'll, we'll talk about here. Randa uh, establishing his Hollow Earth theory. Yes, um, which mm-hmm. is huge—the uh, huge moment of of where this begins. Yeah. So
2: uh, they they're making a map, and uh, it's 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 like not enough. It's still not enough. because like, uh, they're like, oh, we know Godzilla was here. We might know someone's here, so we can't actually say that. Like, they don't have enough information to fully to fully convince anyone in, in like of this opinion, right? And then, uh, and they also have a really sweet moment. Like, Keiko and Bella are slowly, like, you know, getting a little closer. Right. Uh, she leaves, and then he's just, like, studying the map. And then an ant goes through the map. Right. And he's like, that was really cool. what if that means that there's a, a portal in the middle of the earth? I'm like, that's a big leap, my man, but I like your thinking.
0: Uh, because, th- because the big question they're being asked, and like, that they don't have an answer for, is like, how come we don't see all these titans everywhere? Yeah, where are they? Where are they? Yeah. Uh, and, and the answer that Randa comes up with, that... Nobody will believe until Kong Skull Island for 20 years. Yeah. Is uh, that there is a hollow earth, that there are portals around the earth. Now this is cool. Bigger because we entire. have not gotten this description about the hollow earth before. Yeah. We've gotten an idea that like uh, that there's a world under there, that the monsters, we, we know that's true. Yeah. Uh, but we have not gotten the implication of like, they're literally portaling to another place that's- that is bigger than the, than what the inside of the planet would be. That's a um, Doctor Who ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy.
2: Oh, yeah. I love that idea. And, like, because, like, we, we see it, like, we see it in this episode at the end. Like, it looks, it's just a portal. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. there's no bottom to that. That's like a swirling mass of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I didn't think about that. Cause, like, we see it in GVK, like, they're in these ships and
0: they're traveling, but, like, I never consider those to be, like, wormholes, which I guess they are. That's right. kind of wild. All we get, the closest we get to it is the, the gravity switch. Yeah. Which means a cool moment in yeah, GVK, yeah, yeah, which true. is that when they bottom out, the gravity has this moment where it switches and they have to have ships that are able to uh, calculate for that in the right timing or they, or they crash uh, on entry journey back into the tunnel of the earth. Um, Mm -hmm. So this was really cool. I thought this was really cool to get how bill came up with it, what he's thinking about it, all this stuff. And like Keiko loves it. She's like, this is insane and brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i think it's great i think the 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 building of like them being a, a relationship as well is really sweet um i just like all this past shit man like i i, it's I great. like a lot of the stuff we're doing in 2015 but i really like when we're spending time with these characters in the past i think they're great i um, agree i do if i had a knock on the season it's just i wish i was spending more time with them than i am yeah. um but it's just because i enjoy it so much yeah yeah uh because they're they're so cool um i do love just uh while we're on it like uh when randa gets upset when they get sent downstairs and he punched the hole in the wall and we find out that's tim's office and he's like i inherited that hole <laughs> yeah and he doesn't know <laughs> it's so sad because he would love it if he knew it was randa yeah that'd be great uh like, yeah the government can't pay for shit that's a, just put a poster over that's it, that's another thing uh we learned that monarch is like while monarch is monarch monarch is also strapped for resources yeah um that they don't have as much technology as we think they do and they don't have as much on the on accessible to them as we thought they did.
2: They have one big
0: cool computer room and then the
2: rest are just shitty hallways and office buildings. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which
0: which I think says a lot about this moment that like the funding hasn't like trickled down to Monarch in a big way yet because even with Godzilla out there, it does kind of feel like the world's not really convinced there's more than one. A lot of severe threat Yeah, yeah to warrant putting more resources into monarch which is also part of the problem yeah. um because i wouldn't be surprised if they put a lot of money to them to build the early alarm systems and everything and the bunker systems in the big cities and, and everything. that was all the money and then that kind of be everything they gave them and now monarchs like we're still strapped yeah um because we still because monarchs still can't tell them where the titans
2: are if only they had more funding for King of the Monsters. Who knows how yeah. the movie would have been for all those people. if who only. Died. If only. <laughs> uh, there's a here. There's a beautiful oh, moment. There's a beautiful moment with Keiko, uh, where where we learn her her dirty secret, and it's not really a dirty secret. It's just that she has a kid, and like she had problems immigrating to the country because like she's Japanese, and her husband yeah. died. Isn't that right? She's a widower. Yeah. Yeah, and like. Yeah. And Bill's just there, like, don't worry, we'll, I'll raise, oh, we'll raise that kid. Don't worry, I definitely don't want to be the dad who stepped up, my stepdad. Uh, I, I just love that scene; it's so cute. And they, she
0: puts her hand on his hand. It's like, this is the moment. Yeah, this is the moment where are yeah. love blossoms. It was really interesting to like. There've been obviously a lot of people toss around like Hiroshi's not going to be Bill's kid; it's going to be Lee's kid, all that kind of stuff. And it's like it, he's neither. Yeah, uh, he he comes from a relationship before. Yeah uh and i i didn't see that coming no um and i thought
1: that was the second she said you have to be quiet i was like oh no please tell me the 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 rumors are true because when i would the lieutenant uh match or whatever his name is i think it was match whatever the lieutenant was who took over monarch he was saying that oh you wouldn't believe what the fbi found out about her i'm thinking oh was she like accused of being a spy for the imperial for the japanese imperial government Was she? Sent here by the Japanese to, to undermine the United States after the war. What you know it was one of those things where you really hope it doesn't happen. Like when uh, when Billy shows up and he's telling her, "It's like I think I figured it out these ants. They went into a hole. What if there's something bigger?" On the you know the whole Hollow Earth theory. And I, and she was like, "Keep your voice down." I was thinking, "Oh, is she like has visitors? What's like, what's going on?" But then when we see Hiroshi himself, it's like the biggest wait went off my shoulders because i was like oh thank goodness keiko really is a good person she just wanted to have quiet time with his son okay
2: yeah i i I definitely thought it was gonna be like oh there's another man in the picture and she just didn't want to tell them like because like they know she knows that like both of them care for her in some way and i was like oh man is this about to be really dramatic and like no it's not it's actually gonna be really sweet yeah i'm like yeah thank you for subverting what i thought was gonna happen because there's already enough, yeah. like there's already enough people cheating on people, having families, like a romance, and like okay, it would have exactly. been it would have been fine. But I'm like, I'm glad they they took a different, more sweet route.
0: Yeah, they really. I wonder really if uh, dragged into something that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, sorry. Go ahead, Ben.
1: No, I I had I was thinking of a completely different characters. Like when they would pop up, as like, am I the only one on this team with a normal family? It's like, nah, none of yeah. them have normal families.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this takes us. This takes us to uh, Lee
0: lee going to talk to uh, colonel colonel packet general packet Packet? yeah i think i think we could definitely go there um so that's a really good bit where lee finally has the map and everything finished Mm -hmm. and he takes it to the general and he says i want to be clear this information comes from monarch and it comes from the the you know resources and hard work of Uh Randa and Mira. Yeah. Uh, and I want them to stay involved in Monarch and the Heads of Monarch because this is their work that uh and he throws the other guy under the bus. He says, like, he has not been turning in all the information because he's been trying to move budget allocations for himself. Yeah, trying to take those funds. But this is all the information. Mm. He's like, okay, but like what kind of information? He's like, information about Godzilla. And he's like, Well, it's classified. Why would he talk about Godzilla? Because we didn't kill him. He's hey. like, what? Are you screwing with me? And he's like, by what reports? And it's like, my own eyes, asshole. <laughs> I saw it. I was there. <laughs> Godzilla's alive. It's like, I- do
1: we have confirmation? It's like, I saw, I can confirm I was there. It's like, oh, don't you, it's, I don't know why, but whenever someone, like, EB at work or some other thing happens, and it's like, can you confirm? Have you seen it? And the second I get to say, I saw it myself, it's just, ooh it gives me some sort of satisfaction i don't know why but just the fact that his like i could confirm myself with my own eyes it's like yeah the fudge you did boy
2: yeah and pack it like you know he like shaw you had your chance like you blew it like there's nothing you can tell me to make this change what if godzilla's still alive what'd you say here you go here's some funding do you want to be director whatever it is like it's like no like make sure the scientists are still in charge
0: yeah importantly like that's not even what lee's gunning for he's saying like i just want you to keep the funding going to Monarch, yeah. and make sure that neither of those scientists are kicked out, um, mm-hmm. and that's all he's really championing for, which is really nice and really altruistic in him trying to fix his problem. Yet we have to acknowledge that at the same time that Lee is trying to fix his mistake, Lee is also betraying Keiko by saying, "Hey, Godzilla's alive." Yep. Now, that being said, there is a possibility that General Packet is not going to share that information with anybody, yeah. because it also looks bad for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's his mission that got him promoted, re-ranks. And if he has to reveal that was a failure with no other solutions, then that looks bad for him. So he's now motivated to keep Monarch funded to get more information, but maybe not necessarily to reveal that Godzilla's alive. Yeah. yeah. So I am wondering right. how shrewd of a good tactic this was from Lee. Like, what are we going to find out? Did did Packet only tell certain superiors? Did Packet tell none? The president. He has to tell them something to warrant uh, getting more stuff to Monarch and yeah. keeping Monarch the way it is. But I I do question, like, does Packet want them to know that Godzilla's alive? That's a good point. Right.
1: I feel... While I'm watching this, especially when um Shaw goes to Packin and tells him Godzilla's alive, even after uh Billy and, and Keiko Strip said no, don't keep him like we, they're gonna continuously hunt him, they're gonna do all this other stuff, which he's not wrong. But it was just that one once again going back to future Shaw doing the right thing under the raw or doing the wrong thing to do the right thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, yeah. They all swore. It's like, we're not going to talk about Godzilla, but he knows if if he doesn't tell Packet that that traditional weapons won't kill Godzilla, then Monarch is screwed, and he doesn't have anything else. So it's one of those, what is the lesser of two evils? Shutting down Monarch and letting these Titans roam free without any sort of possibility
2: to keep him in check?
1: Or tell him that Godzilla is alive and we can't do jack squat about it because he took an A-bomb to the face and lives.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's it's it, I think it was like Lee's Hail Mary because like mm-hmm. I I don't like I don't think even he was convinced that like just
0: the map would have been enough. He's like, I need right. I need like I need I need a touchdown on this one. And like he wasn't. And that's what he was arguing with yeah. Keiko about. He's saying, like, we have to tell them. And, and she's like, no, they're going to build these bombs. He's like, they're going to build them anyway. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, but can't be against Godzilla. Like, it can't mm-hmm. be. They'll do it forever. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it is. It is an interesting, like. And as she's getting close to Randa, Lee ha- taking another step that puts him in this, like, feeling like she betrayed to her that he betrays her trust. Yeah. yeah. Uh Even if he's doing it for the right reasons and, like, it, it gets to the right results, it's still something she didn't want them to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looks like that information didn't get back to Keiko because they're they're all hanging
2: out <laughs> in the first episode where she dies, right? So, like, yeah. maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe Packet doesn't tell her. And it's just, like, that was just... That he, now that he has an information, like, uh, uh, that's almost like, um, it's almost like his, like, safeguard, in a way.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, I lost it. Well, we know, we know uh, Monarch peters down in relevance and resources all the way until the end of the Vietnam War.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: So, it, it very well could be. I, I It wouldn't surprise me if the reason is because, like, Packet diverted as much as he could for as long as he could. Yeah. Without telling anyone Godzilla was alive. Mm -hmm. um and that's the reason is that he just couldn't own that failure yeah uh is that the last of the of the past stuff um i don't think there's anything else that's like super relevant yeah yeah. um i don't have anything else in my notes oh no uh yeah that's that seems to be everything that i can recall
2: back to future shaw really good stuff though oh yeah Uh, I'm i'm back to future shaw and like uh, we're going. We're going back to where it all started. We're going back to Kazakhstan from episode one, because uh, that's the next. That's the next portal hole. He's got to blow up. Uh, yep. And and all all teams are converging on here. You got Shaw's <laughs> team, and then you got uh, Kate and team.
0: You have a really good uh, flashback scene where he's sitting in the back in on their road to Kazakhstan. Oh yes, and he's seeing yeah. them in the front. Talking about their kid Randa and her talking about yeah. Talking about she's Hiroshi, yeah, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm I am so surprised it took us this long to circle back to the Kazakhstan story that we started the series with. Yeah, but I really mm. like the road they've taken to get us here. Yeah, especially oh, where yeah. it ends, uh, which we'll get to. But uh, yeah, so they
2: so the Kate and team show up, and uh, there then uh, Shaw's team are already there. They blew a hole in the side of a building. Uh, then they find a bunch. They find a bunch of shells. A bunch of molted shells from some of the bugs that we saw in episode yes, one. The
0: exoshells. And then yeah. she's
2: like, Do you know why bugs molts? Because they grew, outgrew their skin. And yeah, they yeah. need to get bigger. And I'm oh, like, Oh, we're yeah. about to see a bitch a bunch Tim, of Tim big is, bitches. Oh Tim, man. Tim immediately showing how he's not cut out from the oh field. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh they, they 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 find they find the hole where Keiko is and they find a bunch of bombs placed about. Yep. And then Shaw's mm-hmm. team swarms in. You got Michelle pointing the gun at all the homies. And then
0: Shaw <laughs> walks in. What's up, homies? What up, guys? so glad you're here yeah which also again still feels in like a are we feeling some ego vibes are we in the villain moment yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and then but then he has this conversation with kate because he only wants to talk to her because she's the one who looked with at godzilla he's like i know you know he saw you yeah so you can talk to me about this and uh his belief that godzilla is the person who's monitoring the Mm worlds um and he's Mm -hmm. trying to keep the balance so that they stay in theirs and they and the humans stay in theirs and nobody intermingles um, yeah. which is an interesting thing to have shaw uh taking his stance on yeah and i like
2: i i like it I, I i and i do agree with him like if i had to pick a side i would i think i'd rather blow up the monster holes but like because we yeah. don't know again the ramifications that every time he blows one of these up it like charges the other ones to make well, me-
0: and notably they're charging up anyway yeah Oh, okay. Yeah, it, yeah. They're just like that's part of the problem. Is yeah, that yeah. They've been tracking them because they're charging up anyway. That's right. That's right. But now the other ones are getting supercharged, and they're saying like it's you're you're still going to cause a big event. You're just going to a- you're basically you're basically going to whittle down where it happens. That's true. Mm-hmm. May- oh, maybe that's yeah. also his plan.
2: Like maybe like like he knows like oh we're going to target all these ones, and the last one we'll be able to deal with
0: because it's only one left. And that's why home. Hiroshi's guard taking Godzilla somewhere. Yeah. Specific.
2: Specific mm-hmm. point. It could be like there's that Sean and Hiroshi are not talking to each other, right? Like, no. Okay. So, like, but they could be doing the same plan without knowing it in a way. Like,
0: Hiroshi Mm -hmm. doesn't have the resources to be blowing up holes.
2: Well, not blowing it up, but like maybe leading Godzilla to like this final place if we're following the map that he made. Possible. Possible. Maybe.
1: It is, I would say, I would say maybe, but. Just that scene, going back to Kazakhstan, like you guys said earlier, where it all began, and seeing those those uh, molten bugs carcasses, or not carcasses, but the molten skin or exoskeletons. I'm just like, this is we're going to Starship Troopers vibe right now. I'm not, I'm not ready for it. And mm-hmm. then when they, they look down it. into the hole, they see like, oh yeah, this there's the Hollow Earth. That's the or the entrance to the Hollow Earth, like it is in Godzilla versus Kong. And I was like, all right, cool. We're we're not just gonna reference stuff that might happen in GMK of or king of the monsters, not GMK, but mm-hmm. on you know, all this other great stuff. And oh, so second that bug came out of the ground. I'm like bad times. Just yeah. all the bad times. But yeah. going back to what earlier when I talked about the uh, one of the great character moments of Shaw was him talking to Kate about Godzilla, mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. this is what he's here for.
0: Right.
1: While it while he doesn't have this magnificent villain spiel of a guy who knows he's not the who says he's not the bad guy but does bad guy things he knows he's like yeah this is not, i'm not doing the greatest thing right here i wish it didn't come to this but these idiots wouldn't listen to me and this is the only way to do it
0: yes that's that's really that's really important because we get a really key part of information is that monarch as an organization itself does not believe in the hollow earth theory Yeah. Uh, up to this point in 2015, they still don't believe it, which is why they haven't been listening to Lee. And even Hiroshi didn't believe it at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and now, now, like, not potentially, like next episode, we're going into the hollow earth? Yeah. yeah. Baby. I, that's not, I did not expect that to happen in this episode. Like I expected either for them to blow up or we lose a character and it's all sad. But like to have a lot of your main characters fall into this big old hole
0: that Uh takes you to another
2: world i'm like oh shit and shaw said he's been there before i'm like yes yeah having hints at like has that affected your 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 lifespan that kind of brandon's theory about something happened to him is like
0: is is apparently going to come true right i didn't think it was going to involve the hollow earth though this is a good time for me to bring up that i have a new theory as of this episode which ryan rightly says is too out of this world and bonkers i want to believe it but i like it which is that um i now am not entirely convinced that keiko is dead I, 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 I think she's a because because they said presume dead so pointedly in this episode and uh i am wondering if she will have uh essentially reincarnated or connected her spirit to mothra Ooh. uh and that that's what we're going to learn is that and, and probably not the mothra not the mothra we would see in mm-hmm. not necessarily the mothra we see in the in uh, king of the monsters but perhaps the mother of that mothra um, okay uh, that is in the hollow earth I, i'm wondering that because there's there's the the pointed way that they say like presumed dead there's kate saying sounds like she was a force of nature and i'm like you don't say um and uh her as this like leading founder of monarch the idea that she turns into a monarch butterfly uh, the queen of the monsters at the end would be very poetic. I'd be like, "Oh, okay, I see what you're doing there." Yeah. And it wouldn't be like people people have soul connected with Mothra before. This is not out of the realm of of the Japanese interpretations of Mothra. What I'm suggesting, yeah. Right. Um, so that would be interesting in and in a possibility. I doubt they're doing it, um, but I think it would be cool. There is another possibility also that involves a different Toho monster that I find even more unlikely, which is that she is Biolante. Which is only because, uh, again, going back to the force of nature thing, Biolante is also a person who turns into a kaiju. Um, so yeah, uh, I could see it. I highly doubt that one. I also doubt my own Mothra theory. But damn it, would it be cool? Yeah, I'm definitely. Yeah.
2: I'm the guy who wants aliens to be in Godzilla like yesterday. So yeah, like, yeah. I am I am down for mm-hmm. wild crazy ideas. I think this show and this universe is a little a little more grounded than that. But again, like we have a 90 year old man who who apparently was maybe radioactive into
0: being younger. So like, sure. And like, let's scale back for more what this show does, what my theory would mean. Maybe she isn't Mothra literally, but she could be down there also not aging just like he is. That's what I think it is. And 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 be like the person who is connected to Mothra at that time before the twins, before all that. Yeah. She's the person who's connected to Mothra in there. I still think that would be cool.
2: I think I want more Mothra. <laughs> yeah, 100. I could I can buy into her being connected to Mothra, but I don't know if her becoming Mothra is is something sure, sure. this this show would
0: do. Yeah. yeah. But again, like right. I'm, you know, if I if I see a lady turn into a big butterfly, like I'm going to be losing my mind. Or if she dies in the show and then is connected to Mothra, that yeah. would be wild. Just to get I, off especially as in a especially as a as a person who believes Godzilla should never be killed, mm-hmm. and in King of the Monsters, Mothra goes and saves Godzilla's life and gives him the power to defeat King Ghidorah. Yeah, <sighs> poetry. <laughs> it rhymes. I
1: also <laughs> thought, like the second May and everyone else fell down. I was like, okay, so they're not dead. What if Keiko wasn't dead? Yeah, because we only see you. Only see her fall. I mean it sound like she might have been because you know she was getting swarm and she could have been eaten by bugs like piranhas i don't know you yeah, yeah. don't know because we never see that bit but the fact that they i i kind of hope that she is alive and once they get down there they see her essentially turn into like this master of of the um uh, of the hollow earth and then she's like wait why do you look like my kid it's yeah, like, yeah. because we're your grandkids, surprise, you know. Yeah. Um, oh man, that would be so cool. That would think, be cool. Yeah. But I, and also I really like what Spark said about the Mothra bit. Cause that would also be really rad. Cause yeah, Mothra always had, even in the older Godzilla films, Mothra always had some sort of mysticism about her, but mm, I don't know. I,
2: yeah. Mm, I think that the, the line and i think we're all on to something like uh, they would not say presumed dead right like they they didn't have to say that line because we saw what happened to her Right. like she it looks like she dies then they confirmed, like oh she might not be dead like well you that's i think that's teeing us up for yeah oh man it's gonna be like ant-man and the lost she's lost in the quantum realm the kind of thing like a hundred percent uh uh that's really (laughs) exciting and again like this show has a in, a in a high budget you know we don't see giant monsters every episode and if we do it's for a very brief time but like yes Ben.
1: shaw said he'd been there
2: he did yeah
1: so if keiko is alive and he's old oh, that i just think I, I found a new wrinkle i don't know
0: my question is like, if he was he there looking for her and he didn't find her because he definitely didn't find her yeah, and leave. It out. I think he right, would have right, mentioned
2: right. something by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he needs. There's yeah, 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 yeah. keep
0: what secret? But I would buy that he went down there looking for her pretty much immediately after. And that's like, I, I wouldn't be surprised, Ben, if like the opening of the episode is right after the end of the first episode when they're at the hole. Yeah, yeah, and he goes down right. looking for her. Yeah,
2: and mm-hmm, he can't find her. Okay, yeah.
0: Randa, okay. I don't think. Yeah, mm-hmm. Randa doesn't go. This is another thing though. Like, is that uh. Maybe he wouldn't do it then because I don't. Randa didn't have absolute proof that the Hollower theory was real. Yeah. So if he did it in that moment, like Randa would know. Yeah. Randa doesn't know the Hollower theory is real until Kongsol Island. Yeah. So I think this- like like that concrete that it's real that it's concrete. Kong- yeah. Right. Exactly. He doesn't have the proof he needs. Yeah. This feels to like show Lee, Lee goes out
2: on his own, and yeah. then it, then by coming back, he confirms it uh, at the Randa, and Randa's like, I knew mm-hmm. it. Time to start planning.
1: And then he turns into John Goodman.
2: And then he turns into John Goodman.
1: Because <laughs> Kong uh, takes place in what, 1977?
2: It's the 70s, yeah. We still got a long, uh, like, 20 years, 15 to 20 years before that shit happens. Yeah,
1: because Kazakhstan, when did Kazakhstan happen? 1960-something?
2: No, uh, no, I thought it was still, wasn't it the 50s? Still, like, late 50s? I don't know. That's what I'm it. trying to figure I if it's it 60, then he turned into John Goodman in like a decade, and that's unbelievable. It, no, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable
0: true. no matter what you do. No, it's true. I mean, no, hey, no, the no, grief it, of it's losing it's, it's okay. It's okay. during uh, Vietnam. So when was uh, Vietnam Uh, uh, it is 1959 when they're in Kazakhstan. Okay, so just okay. before 1960. Okay,
2: so so 59 okay. to like 77 approximately, so still like it's 18 years. That's okay. Yeah,
1: still ample time to turn
2: to John Goodman then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gain gain a bunch of weight make your voice deeper go a little crazy nah,
1: you I mean, know again. i mean you lose your wife you you watch your uh, wife fall you raise a kid who's super smart and stuff and you work for an organization that has down ray really giant radioactive monsters it'll do something to a man
0: Ooh. Ooh, 19 1973 73 okay so a little when, closer is when okay. college island takes place so actually here's the thing right.
2: if randa is is like it's Skull Island when he when he finally confirms it. Then maybe Lee doesn't tell him he went down there. Because mm. don't you think he would have been like Randa would have tried to get down there a lot earlier than like fifteen years later?
1: Or maybe Lee goes down there after Randa disappears on Skull Island.
0: This is what I was. wondering. Oh, I didn't even consider. Like this is what my, I was wondering oh. after after Bill dies oh. if he later because I didn't even consider I don't, that. I don't know how you get you don't have the A to B from him getting communication from Bill that he got confirmation of the hollow earth theory. Yeah, But yeah, this is more or less what I was wondering is if Lee goes down the hole after Bill's. I didn't even, for some reason, because I'm he wants, maybe he just thinks that's a direct way that not only can he look for Keiko possibly, but he can also prove that the hollow earth is real. I
2: was just thinking like we were sticking in like the fifties, sixties area, but there's no reason he couldn't have done this 20 years later. Right. It's a good Mm -hmm. point. Good point, guys.
0: This is this is what I'm thinking, is that if if Lee did it, he probably did it after Bill was gone. Like after, yeah, yeah, like like his expedition went awry, so Lee's like, oh shit, I need to go I need to check this shit out. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got radioactive poison to make me young. Which mm-hmm. is part of the problem, right? Because like you have um the other guy from Kong's file and coming back and saying the hollow earth is real, but Monarch's clearly not buying it. Yeah. They don't have Randa's, uh files and proof that he tossed in that uh, went to Hiroshi yep, yep, yep. Uh, from the ocean. And they, do, and if Lee tries to go and get proof and he fails to bring it back, then they're still not going to believe it. Yeah. So that must mean Lee's mission went also went wrong if he went down there. Cause like, right. so man, it's so much. Oh man. I'm so excited now. That's yeah, so it, it was a really interesting thing to hear him say, I've been there. And we're all like, What does that mean, though? Yeah. <laughs> what bug did you touch to give you infinite youth? <laughs> I'm so excited to see that. But, like, what were the circumstances? What were they looking for? Who was he with? Who was he with? Uh, yeah. All that kind of stuff. We have a lot to learn there. Uh, mm-hmm. He went on his own really mini exciting. Skull Island
2: adventure and his whole team also got killed. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: hey, you might not be wrong. Give me,
0: give me the movie. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, man? But, yeah.
1: yeah. No, I was telling, saying Ryan might not be wrong. Um, he yeah. had that he that uh Shaw had his own school and adventure, and everything went wrong.
0: Well, well, I'm, I mean, like let's let's broaden it out just a little bit because, like, while we do know that, like, uh, and I I forget the character's name, um, but the the other guy who's with Randa comes back and he has uh uh he, he relays them the information that says that the Hollow Earth. Uh, theory was real and that there are other titans where he tells them of shows them the cave paintings of godzilla and rodan and king Ghidorah, um and mothra but that's all like you know sure that's a tease up for that movie but um that still like isn't enough proof for monarch so let's assume because we know at the beginning of kongsa island monarch is on the cusp of being shut down yeah this Mm -hmm. is their last chance to prove something if they even with him coming back and saying like all these things happened and even with uh the other people who came back saying these things happened if they don't take that as enough evidence to believe it and yeah. just believe this island is dangerous because they know godzilla exists so they're like oh there's just a dangerous big monkey there we're not surprised about that that's one dangerous island we could never go to before that yeah. doesn't mean there's a hollow earth true, true true and in knowing that lee having lost bill yep. to that mission on skull island goes I gotta go get proof yeah. I'm gonna go find the hollow earth that'd be sick as hell if like
2: and again like these portals like it could just be down into the hollow earth like we see in the other movies but like if if we see Lee on skull island that would be huge that would be so dope right. like and again I'm not expecting like a King Kong cameo but like that'd be crazy that'd be so if I saw scroll color in this show like it is this is the monster verse right it's not just Godzilla related so, it's right. all like- mm-hmm. The possibilities are endless, and they're really cool. And again, it's like all those folks falling into that hole. I'm like, yo, dude, we're about to see a bunch of cool special effects. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> actually doing a whole episode, or even half an episode. Uh, if it's, What if it's like a whole episode where it's like the least portion in the past, and then we're in the future with him in the hole, too? And I'm like, that's so great. Yeah. I didn't think we'd be here. Right.
1: I would like that episode, actually, or I would really like that episode. At least that's yeah. what I think. Or at least that's what I hope. Because I kind of am looking forward to an episode where it's all in the past like it's all in the 50s it's all in the the lead up to Kazakhstan uh one of the other things I do like about this episode is you see Billy and Keiko start to get closer and closer together
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's it's cute it really is cute because obviously when we first see him or in the very beginning of the show when he, when Keiko is introduced to Shaw you think oh those two were gonna end up together and it's like because because there's like there is a chemistry there but then of course you get Billy, Stepping up and like, hey, did she this girl is also very special because she didn't leave me for dead on the ship on the Lawton, but also she kind of she listens to my theories. She mm-hmm. at least entertains them. She doesn't right. completely shoot him down. Like when he finds out about um Hiroshi, he's like, But what if there is something bigger on the inside, like you said, and there is something else, like another plane of existence, or you know, that whole thing, and she's like it's crazy but at the same time it makes sense
2: yeah and he he says like it's it's not under it's like parallel mm -hmm. it's like it is it is another world just we just it's like in it's so cool to think too like there's a world mm -hmm. within a world that's so wild to think i love that
1: yeah and i just love how keiko goes it's like she doesn't go what are you why you're crazy get out you stupid you know insulting him she's like no that actually might make sense it's like she entertains the idea because she doesn't want to completely shoot him down. And also um, like when she's talking about how, how hard it was for her to get Hiroshi from Japan to the United States and and Billy's at first saying, I, I, I mean us Monarch, we have you back. He's like, you could tell he actually does legitimately care for her, which obviously married, which is really cute, but it's, I've seen their relationship blossom. I feel like their relationship blossoms more organically than it does between than it would have been between Shaw and Keiko.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I I want to tell you guys the uh title for the next episode is called Axis Mundi, um, which means <clears throat> uh connection between heavenly and earthly earthly realms. Or cosmic axis, world axis, world pillar, center of the world, or world tree. Journey to the world tree, center of the earth. So, uh, we're definitely, we're definitely doing some heavy hollow earth stuff in that next episode. And I'll tell later. you what,
2: like, uh, I, you know, earlier in the in some of the episodes we did before, I'm like, I, there's probably going to be like a giant monster fight at the end of the show. If it's not that, and like the penultimate episode is just we're in the hollow earth, that's just as good. That's yeah. just as great. Because you know we're going to see some cool shit, whether it's just <laughs> some crazy plants you know, like, like an Avatar-esque world. Or we do see, you know, like the bamboo spiders again. Monster whatever. Scavengers. Monster Scavengers, yeah. Any, anything. Oh, that would do. <laughs> scavengers Rain is so good. <laughs> you should watch <laughs> Scavengers Rain. Uh, it's like, I, every every time we talk about, like, two episodes, it's like, all right, cool. Like, I don't really know what to expect for the next ones. Because there's always something surprising. And, like, again, seeing the Hollow Earth this early in like in season one is, like, not something I expected. So, like, yeah. it's going to be baller, man.
0: It's going to be so cool. This is This oh, is yeah. one of those things. Like, you brought up a really... I like what you just said, Ryan, because it's very much like one of the reasons I'm enjoying the show is because I just I really don't know what's going to happen, uh, which is wild. Knowing there are two movies I know have full knowledge of yeah. in the future, I don't know where the show's going to go exactly or what it's going to do. Um, and I and I really feel like they've been playing with that space really well. Um, this truly is like a, turning out to be a really great cinematic universe, and they're they're using what mm-hmm. they can really well and they're surprising us at so many turns um it's a thrill to me that like people who are less like invested in the monsterverse are enjoying this show like yeah. the, like my wife and yeah. my sister-in-law yeah like this is hitting this is clicking because it's so well constructed for revealing the mysteries of these characters and deepening these relationships and what they mean go ahead ben
1: so many times when i'm watching like a grand at a- uh, like fantasy epics or even like other shows when i was a kid cartoons uh you know anything with like a decent narrative i would always one of the things i like to do was essentially create like a little i've never roamed down which i wish i should have but i would create like little mini fanfics of the stuff that happens in between like sure here's some characters that happen in between the main arcs of the main story stuff that mm-hmm. can right. help um accentuate the story you know something that you don't need to read it but if you want more you want to stay in the world more here you go right.
0: comic com, comic book clients. filler or yeah, go yeah. and pick yeah. driver's licenses
1: which is peak <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it wouldn't be filler. there's still be like some good action some sort and some like major you know but but yeah like it's it's filler but it's good filler you know it's yeah. not it's not it's not boring it's like oh get on with that filler uh, all yeah. right while I don't want to call this show filler, yes, it technically is, but it's so good that I don't mind it because right. once again, the, um, what, uh, Monarch has been able to do what like Matt fraction and the, everyone else on the team have been able to do is give us human characters in the monster verse that we care about. They're essentially pulling a Godzilla minus one. Whereas it's, I want to i care more about the human characters than godzilla now mm-hmm. while the show does does revolve around godzilla it revolves on monarch and around the other titans and everything and of course we see godzilla a few times i mean seeing godzilla is always a fun thing to do but it's not the focal point unlike you know minus one minus one is like yeah we gotta, gotta see godzilla because he's the point of the movie but with this one it's just different and it's a and it's such a good different like they it is so hard to get the secret sauce of a tv mm-hmm. show where it's like hey here's a tv show that doesn't have a lot of godzilla in it but that's not a bad point right it is actually a really good point because you get to focus on the characters you get to just talk and they they don't dance around the point because you know how in the like say daredevil in the first season of daredevil where they danced around saying thor iron man or the avengers or anything like that yeah, yeah. they never sent fully right. this just said oh the guy with the magic hammer because you know that's thor they'll just be like yeah, Godzilla. Yeah, we see Godzilla in the very beginning of the show for um, attacking San Francisco. Or uh, fighting in San Francisco, I should say. He wasn't delivery attacking. But even with... Even though I kind of hope we do get a big monster showdown at the end of the show, if we don't, but we get some satisfaction with the mystery, we get like maybe some sort of cliffhanger with Godzilla facing down another Titan, or even just like um just like looking up and or like them finding godzilla preventing another big g-day moment and just godzilla's just like walking around and roaring in the sunset i would be upset about yeah, right. that ending and i hope we're getting a season two like if i feel like there's so much more we could dive into this with with not just these characters but with just i the idea of monarch or how it changed from the 50s to today mm-hmm. i am on board 100
2: yeah it's this show like really it's like a it's like a mystery drama mm-hmm. like we're, we're just following a bunch of people trying to find their dad and they have like family issues also godzilla happens to be there,
0: right and mm-hmm. like
2: like we've talked about it again like on previous episodes but like this show is such a gamble and like without the good without a great creative team this show would have been boring as hell and nobody would be watching it right yeah because uh, if you don't care about the characters guess what it's entirely all about them so like yeah, you yeah. kind of don't have a show if they aren't if they aren't good we right? i
1: kind of wrote it off like when we heard that they're making a godzilla tv show it's like that can't be good can it and then we you know we see the trailers it's like okay and then thankfully word of mouth is like okay and then we started watching we're doing the Fickner's watch for this and now all of a sudden it's like yo monarch is one of the best shows to come out of 2023 and it just it, it's the peacemaker effect where you think that the show was gonna it's like why are we getting this There's no need for this. No one asked for it. But all of a sudden, we watch it and we realize never mind, forget everything I said. This is one of the best damn things to come out in X amount of years.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If, like, bringing up, like, if all. If all like filler or tie-in stuff was as good as Monarch, then the world would be a better place. Because quite frankly, a lot of the tie-in stuff, like people don't put as much effort or they don't care as much because like again, a tie-in isn't as as like valuable to the brand, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, you read a random tie-in for like a Marvel event comic, like there's a good chance it probably won't be good because like it's not as important to the title. But luckily, people who do care, if you get your hands on a small character, that book can be just as important as the bigger the bigger title. And it goes for the show. Like the show is accentuating everything we love about Godzilla. And it's also just a really good TV drama.
0: I I don't mean to draw too much of a comparison to the MCU, but this is very much like if you've listened to us talk about any of the Disney plus shows or, or films in phase four and phase five, not every project obviously, but I, this is why I still feel like some of them should have been set during the five-year gap between uh, the beginning of Endgame and the rest of the movie. Yeah. Because, uh, there's so much character stuff you can build in and so much world building you can add in the same way of what Monarch is doing right here. I think you have so much more to work with when you have these characters working in a structure of we know where the world is heading. They have things they can build up to with those characters by doing it. And I think it was a huge mistake to always be having all these new properties, constantly trying to tease something that wasn't out yet rather than working up to building up to something. We,
2: we, we We get blip table scraps. Yeah. And we, we are now past the point of when the blip happened in in the universe. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile yeah. over here,
0: Monarch's like, "Hey, G Day," and you know what comes after. Yeah, uh, we're going to play with all of that.
1: It's beautiful. You know what the show is doing, and it's doing it in such a masterful way. And I have one last example that I want to talk about for a hot second, mostly with how they kind of botched it, or at least how with from what I remember, audiences were kind of like, "That's it." Um. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the tie in to Age of Ultron.
2: Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: When Agents, there was apparently this, all this like fake, or like, I don't know if it was Disney or if it was Marvel or who it was, but people were talking about how we got to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because something's going to happen and that's going to tie directly into the Age of Ultron. It was like this big event, this big thing. And all it was was like they found a helicarrier.
0: That was it. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I, I just to give a small defense to them, the fan base did that more than anybody because mm-hmm. they were coming off the Winter Soldier. The year which before, is the best. Which ever. was an incredible time. So everybody was mm-hmm. anticipating the same thing was gonna happen with Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. The audience was building that fervor that that was gonna happen. To the credit of the show, we got Maria Hill for an entire episode that led up to them finding that helicarrier. So like they did what they could the expectations were unreasonable.
2: Yeah. Because right. they hit it out of the park. So because really.
0: they hit it out of the park on the winter soldier tie and stuff. Yeah. Just, just like yeah. Disney, Disney and Marvel weren't going out there. Like this is going to be, and ins- you cannot miss this before seeing of age of Ultron. They weren't doing that. The fans right. were doing that. Okay. Once again, yeah, it never, I was I was in the trenches then I remember. <laughs> and let me tell you the fans were wrong. I,
2: I went back to age the <laughs> shield last year today's the first so i can say that uh the final season which you didn't watch and i'm like oh man like after winter soldier they really just couldn't do that again like any every time whether it's whether it's age of ultron or it's infinity war uh there's no real end game stuff uh as, from what i remember uh but that final season, yeah. the, the final season is just them doing fun time travel shit um so i'm like man you really you started so strong and this, there's no way you could have done that again whether it's because they weren't allowed to or they just they couldn't think of anything good enough
0: but like their that's, best season after that is season four, which is the one where they go like completely the other direction of like doing their own thing and yeah. be, but using the tools of the world, which is where they go into an alternate world where Hydra won. That's like, that's a good. Uh, and all that shit like that, that worked. Yeah. That all worked. Like we saw a Triskelion run by Hydra and all that kind of stuff. That's true. And like, that's the kind of world shit that it feels like Monarch is doing. Monarch feels just as good as like when ages of shield was doing the winter soldier tie in or, or like again, mm-hmm. like, but every episode, it's what yeah. I, yeah, but every episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
1: Monarch
0: scratching a particular itch I didn't know I had, and that's what it's doing. Yeah.
1: It's magic, dude. It's that's all I can say about it. It, It's just like it's just pure I I I guess I could call it movie magic, even though it's the the television show. But they're they're delivering.
0: I did not think
1: I would be one of my favorite shows would be a show that it's like when you pitch it to me, it's like, hey, here's a Godzilla show, but there's like two percent Godzilla and ninety-eight percent other stuff. And yet I'm like, I care so much about the other stuff than the two pit of then 2% of Godzilla. It's why
0: it's nuts. it, It really is like the right team having the right opportunity, the right support to make something like this. Uh, and it's it's really exciting, and I really hope that they get to do more, because I have no doubts at, at this point that they, they've impressed me week after week. I have no doubts that episodes 9 and 10 are going are gonna to land, that yeah. I'd be really happy with them. Uh, I just want more of it. I know they want to make more of it. I hope they have that opportunity, because uh, yeah. it's so cool, and I really mm-hmm. love what it's doing. It's the kind of cinematic universe world-building I wish the MCU wanted to do. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, if you look at all the other big apple plus tv shows uh like uh, the ted lasso got multiple seasons i i just finished foundation which had its third season announced and monarch is one of their most watched shows there's not a if foundation which is like a hardcore sci-fi show that not a lot of people are watching get three seasons there's no way in hell guys it all doesn't get a second season there's no way in hell it's absolutely getting a second season people yeah. love this show and it's critically acclaimed and it's like one. it's the most pop most watched shows every time it premieres like I, I would be shocked if this doesn't get a second season. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Too good, too juicy.
1: Or the writers and the the creative team can pull Watchmen and say, "Hey, we had this idea for a season, and it's a one and done, but it's a really no, damn already, good." One. No, they're, they want to do it. They're already out I there
0: saying, right. "Like we, we will, we season will make seasons two. as long as they let us make seasons." Because never got, mind. Like, and and like we've talked about before, like they have the groundwork for like three more movies. You know, yeah, once once <laughs> by the by the time they'll be working on the next season, like the next movie will be out, so yeah. they'll have three films that they can work their way up to in doing stuff. Yeah, like, and 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 hopefully the next movie after that, will want to communicate on getting things from Monarch and working that stuff in yeah so like the world's our oyster like and and we can even go beyond the time period we're in where like we can go in between those other movies as well yeah yeah uh i really hope so i really really hope so because I, i i think it's wonderful they're they're clearly so passionate and so talented about telling the stories of these characters and building this this idea that was such a a cool admittedly but very vague concept in the monsterverse before into something far more fleshed out and far mm-hmm. more interesting yeah. absolutely well
1: i retract my previous statement because i didn't know that bit
0: yeah sure. <laughs> I, just, uh, I just
1: got a flashback to Watchmen when we didn't know if they were going to do another season then they're like now nah, one and done we're fine
2: yeah that's lightning in a bottle i don't know if you can do that again as that's that's uh a yeah. blessing for trying but yeah uh yeah, yeah. Monarch uh, can go on for, forever
1: no. with I monarch i with monarch i want them to go to keep going on and I know, I really hope this team can just still put the care, the the love, the care, the attention to detail. Essentially, just they're putting all the right nuggets in. Yeah. They're putting all the right little nuggets in, the, all the right little... Easter eggs like the Apex Easter egg, or their um, of course, I I would say this is still a, a right amount of Godzilla. I know mm-hmm. Apple if this is an Apple original, I can only imagine Apple's footing the bill for this. And we know how much bunch a lot of money that they got. I mean, shit, I'm wearing something above them on, on the watch.
2: About uh, on that on that thing with Apple, I mm-hmm. promise you, the show would not be as good, look as good, or feel as concrete if this were on Netflix or oh, Amazon. God. Or, like, Apple
0: really, like, it is becoming, like, the premier... Well, Amazon mm-hmm. Amazon would have to be willing to foot up the kind of bill they put for Rings of Power, which they just... They just wouldn't. They would never do that again. That, they think costs
2: cost, like, half a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, and you're right, but the, Apple has the money to do this yeah. type of thing and allow the creators to do what they want.
1: Well, the, the point I was getting to was Apple has the money to make, like, Blockbuster-style giant monster fights like wwe smackdown style but instead they're opting to as little monsters as possible i mean we still get monsters we still get the kaiju but they're not but that's not the focus And instead it's like, let's go with a character narrative driven story with major character development, with people going, like changing constantly, not constantly changing their objectives, but there's growth, there's loss, there's emotion, there's all this stuff. We also have a period piece that's uh, tied right into it with, with one of our main characters. And it's one of those things where it's like, but there's still monsters involved, but it's not the focal point. And they could have totally just, they could have made this like the old uh, Fox Kids Godzilla animated show, where there was a monster of the week. And they didn't. Yeah. And I'm actually really glad they didn't, because yeah. this is so much more interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, 100%. And they they found a way to make it so that even if we're not seeing Titans, the presence of Titans and the, the possibility of their appearance feels constantly hanging over our characters whether it's in the past or the present um like we are aware of the titans we are aware of the the pressure of their existence on these characters uh and i think they've pulled that off really well so that we can go a whole episode without seeing a titan and i still feel like i'm living in a world where this is the thing that's like really putting all this tension on all these people is knowing that these titans are out there you
2: always feel it like again like you don't have to see a monster for a long time but like Everything these people are doing involves monsters, the organizations about monsters. Uh like all like these god these GD events feel like actual cataclysmic events that people are terrified of and they never want to feel that again. Like it it's so well, it so well captures like living in an era where a giant monster can ruin your life at any moment. And it's it's awful and very interesting and it's 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 damn good. Terrifying mm-hmm. miracles.
0: Terrifying miracles, there you go. Terrifying on. miracles. Uh, I'm super excited. We'll be back one last time for this season. We're going to talk about episodes nine and 10. Uh, and so we'll be wrapping out the season here on Fake Nerds Watch. Um, just what a wonderful treat. What a wonderful treasure we have with this show. Um, I'm thrilled to have been here talking about it with you guys. I, I'm I'm so glad that we have it. Yeah. I can't wait uh, at the same time that I just want more. I also can't wait to see how they're going to wrap up the stories we have had so far this season and what and what they're going to leave open-ended yeah um mm-hmm. so uh until next time uh go ahead and check out fake uh follow us on our all socials like subscribe all that kind of stuff check out what we've got coming out we have our 349th episode of the fake Nerd podcast up right now you can go check that out um and we've got a lot of scott pilgrim stuff on the horizon um this week uh you should already have out as of the time of this release scott pilgrim cinephile and scott pilgrim uh volumes three and four book club will both be out there and in the near future you're going to have uh volumes five and six for that book club and then finally the scott pilgrim takes off show will be discussed by us so uh look out for all of that to happen here on the channel um and uh, some other stuff on the horizon, like basement arcade pause menus that still got to come out, uh, basement arcades, all kinds of fun stuff. They'll be heading your way. Oh, yeah. Uh, until then, uh, Ben, where can people find you?
1: Well, they can find me uh, showing off my little Godzilla 2016 ornament that I got after the movie came out. And there is a button mm-hmm. here. I, I took the batteries out, but Aww. it does do like the thumb and the, and the thumps and the roars and everything. So. Nice. Yeah, he he's a desk toy. He's on my desk he's right a now. Little so guy. He's a
2: little guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, just a little guy. But it's when Hallmark came out with a, with that ornament, I was like, I need to have it. But anyways, yeah, you can find me geeking out about Godzilla at BenMag27 at Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads. You can also find me Ryan for um, Old School Gamer Magazine, Fusion Gaming Magazine, and nintendo.com as well as playing Mary Frankenstein in D and Dark.
2: Hell yeah, Ryan. You can find me uh, molting
0: out of my shell because I'm a growing boy at DJ Tony Snark all over the internet. Uh, And you can find me just being convinced that Godzilla is here to maintain the balance at SparksWitty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z-Witty. And until we talk to you next time, stay fake nerds.